0: Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to the Pokey London Flat series with me, Afro7, your favorite pop culture critic. Today I've got a special guest. This is somebody I don't see often enough. You know, she's my sister. It's Gulli- me again. Yes, it is. You again. Gulliver, as I call her, because she's hardly ever in town, but she's blessed me with her company today. Roka, what's up? Bonjour. Bonjour, ça va? Ça va bien. All right. So today I've got my sisters to discuss the Aziz Sari and Grace episode with me. Now before we go into it, I have this discussion on Sunday, no on Monday with King Wale at King Wale on Twitter and I don't know I was feeling a little bit like okay I need to have this discussion with a woman and I don't know any better woman to discuss this with than my sister. This is, she's involved in, excuse me, she's involved in sexual health consent and women's issues girls issues and stuff so she's quite a bit of an expert in these areas and of course she's an avowed feminist as am I. Ruka what's up?
1: Bonjour again um this is very timely and I'm looking forward to this discussion. Excellent so did you read the babe piece? I did i I've no I didn't read the babe piece I read the pieces around it. Why didn't you read the babe piece? Um, I don't you know, I just felt even in the beginning, like some of these stories I tried to disengage with, you know, and I thought it was going to put some sort of a cynical spin on my response to Me Too, so I just didn't want to engage fully. But then I read some of the criticisms. Of
0: the so piece. wait, do you think you're sufficiently informed enough to discuss this? Yeah, story?
1: absolutely. You're like, sure? I know the story in and out.
0: Okay, all right, cool. So what was your conclusion from reading the story?
1: You know, I, I felt it was... Unfortunately. Do you think
0: we should give the readers a bit of a background as to what the story entails?
1: Yeah, maybe that would be useful. Okay,
0: so we've got this young woman who goes by the pseudonym Grace in the in the piece. The piece wasn't self-authored, it was written by a writer for Babe. So she's a young lady, she met Aziz Ansari at the Emmys party and they proceeded to get it on. They got along because they share a camera, an antique camera or something. And uh, they got close, they went on a date. At the date, she felt that he rushed her out of the venue so they could get home. And when they got home, she was a little bit miffed that he offered her red wine. Yeah, even though she preferred white. yeah. Yeah. And then they proceeded, or he proceeded to. Performed some sexual acts which she engaged in, at, though she professed that she was uncomfortable. And she
1: reciprocated.
0: At, yeah, she reciprocated. At some point in the evening, she went to the bathroom, and when she came out of the bathroom, she expressed to him that it wouldn't be fun if they were both not engaged, if they were both not having fun. And he agreed. They put their clothes on. They sat down and watched Seinfeld and after a while he proceeded to touch her again and once again she reciprocated so at the at a point uh she called an uber he called her an uber and when she was leaving she told him that he's just like all other guys and after a while he texted her saying he had fun uh, she responded by saying she didn't have fun and he ignored all her ver- non-verbal yeah, non-verbal communications keys, yeah yeah and um he responded saying he was sorry and he didn't you know? It's something along the lines of he he's sad to hear that because I suppose that wasn't his, <coughs> that wasn't his impression of the night. So he was apologetic and she was initially happy that he was apologetic, but I suppose that changed for her as time went on. So that's the big piece. In sum, I suggest you read it yourself if you haven't. If you've been living under a rock for the past month or so, I suggest you read it yourself. So Rooker, that's the story. In sum, that's me paraphrasing. You should really read it yourself. Okay. All right. So. That's the story in some. What was your conclusion from the pieces you read around the piece? Because I've read the story a few times and, you know, you said you hadn't, but you you read the criticisms and whatever else around the piece. So what did you take away from that?
1: So, yes, I mean, I think that's the first important note, isn't it? Like I didn't actually read the first hand account from the babe's story. Mm -hmm. But I think in reading the criticism, the thing that really stuck out to me was two things is that we like live in an age at the moment where we talk about like sexual liberation mm-hmm. and sexual freedom
0: mm-hmm.
1: without ever really complicating that with talking about emotions and feelings, you mm-hmm. know? And giving women the space and language to talk about feeling emotionally exploited, <clears throat> which it seems to me Grace felt, you mm-hmm. know? As opposed, I think, especially that you're all like, you're just like other men. Mm-hmm kind of really indicate i mean i
0: I think i think that line is quite important yeah but we'll come back to it so
1: i think that was my first feeling here and my second feeling actually was just around this thing where when we're talking about consent when we're talking about empowerment through sexuality it seems to me that a lot of that we've placed on men for good cause and reason um, but I think when we're talking about grown adults engaging in any kind of sexual relationships, we need to give women the language and power mm-hmm. to not be passive recipients.
0: I think I think we are we are eye to eye on this. You're exactly along my street on this. I think what disturbed me about the piece was how powerless she made herself yeah um, at no point in the piece did she say she felt compelled to be there or compelled to engage in what was clearly boorish behavior from sorry she didn't say she was under any threat to, to life or limb um i wondered a few times why she didn't just leave. Why
1: didn't leave i wondered yeah. a
0: few times why she wasn't far more assertive because what bothered me wasn't so much that wasn't so much that she was unable to communicate but how she allowed herself to be used in a manner that went against what she was feeling do you understand and like like you just said the power has to be in the no as well as in the yes or in the yes as well as As in in the the no no. you know so the way we talk about consent and sexual emotions and and sexual empowerment is a bit limiting because i think we focus too much on on the linear on the binary so you either want it or you don't we don't talk about the times where you might not want it but because this person maybe you're familiar with them or you have a level of exactly, affection for them yeah. you engage in it so like i said that line you're just like all other men is very important it's
1: critical i think and you know for me i read this really dope piece and the name is eluding me at the moment uh maybe when we we can attach it with is the it link. on the atlantic no it's not on the atlantic but basically this woman spoke about the fact that this thing, you know, around women consenting to sexual relationships and really having that language, not just in terms of even just saying yes or no, but to express desires. And she mm-hmm. spoke spoke about, like, married women mm-hmm. and how frequently some of her girlfriends would say, I didn't really want to do it. Yeah, about, but you just let, I just, I just yeah, let you it just let it. Just do you know, it? know what I mean? Yeah, you just let Even to the point where some of the women might feel like, do my husband or do my partner just rape me? You know, because mm-hmm. you just don't have that language around mm-hmm. kind of saying no. But not even just saying no, it's like, every part of like sexual engagement I think currently is built in a way that's about male satisfaction so well for heterosexual women so even like when and if you want to have sex Mm -hmm. or you feel you've enjoyed the sex so much of that is about the pleasure that the
0: man the man receives precisely and i read another piece the other day about the pain women put up with in sex so this is this is a perfect illustration of that she was clearly very uncomfortable Uncomfortable. but for some strange reason she was not able to verbalize her discomfort until it got too much for her at the point where she went to the bathroom and she came back and what really upset me was that she participated again after she had told him i mean yeah, there's, there's there's one thing saying how the fuck did he feel comfortable going back to doing sexual things after somebody had told you something like that right you can say that but given that she was the one feeling uncomfortable you could tell he was feeling quite fine absolutely you know he's fine. operating within the parameters that men operate especially
1: as a powerful man sexually, yeah. right
0: so they they feel quite entitled they are not that and I'm not making an excuse for men. This is from experience, not personal, but from my girlfriend's experience, that men barely listen when it comes to sex. I agree, you know, they've yeah. been they've been socialized not to really listen. Provided the person is present and it's not a violence resist, it's not a violent resistance, a verbal resistance, resistance. They're just gonna go ahead and do what they want to do. I mean, if you think about it, women barely climax when they have sex. Yeah, so I mean, few
1: women. Yeah,
0: this is this is a result of. Bad sexual language, bad sexual communication, and it's it's something that women have been trained to accept.
1: And this, you know, this article that I'm talking about in particular, you know, how she kind of illustrated it further, which made me think, my gosh, is so true. She talks about like this this distinction or delineation we make between like real sex or full sex and not real sex. So she's like, okay, both of them participated in oral sex, mm-hmm. and then it's like not real sex until it's penetrative sex. Mm-hmm. So it's not real sex until like this man kinda of take their gets to kinda of penetrate you. Mm-hmm. So again, it's like he creates, he creates the parameters, mm-hmm. he creates the kind of space but then you and
0: let go, him, you, him. you let him Because the 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 annoying thing for me here is and I speak as a feminist and I don't know perhaps I'm old school with this, but feminism for me is empowerment it, it is total empowerment. Uh, it encompasses all areas and aspects of your life, right? Uh, so perhaps this is why I was quite irritated by Grace and how passive she seemed. Uh, because I found it hard to understand why she did not assert her lack of desire for what was going on. She clearly uh, expected and wanted something else on the encounter. She later on went to say, when she came out of the bathroom, she was hoping it would hold her and stroke her hair. He wasn't on that vibe. It, that, that much was very clear to her from the moment they left the restaurant. Now, if you're look, this is just how I feel. If you're not on the same page as somebody who clearly wants sex, you should be empowered. You should, because this is somebody that knows the language of consent, right? She sent him a text saying, you ignored all my non-verbal communications. She's quite aware of the language of, of sex and cons- uh, the language of consent. But the actions of consent after a no or a yes appears to be quite alien to a lot of people. and 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 that is a problem in and of itself
1: yeah like so it's not even as mechanic right because if this is it like how do you talk about as well your emotional desires like on a basic level i think more women need to be able to say this is not hot This is not popping i'm not not with it pleasurable for me Mm -hmm. even just not even the danger side like this is boring yeah i don't i
0: mean look she's she's they've gone into details about how man was sticking his fingers down her throat and yeah. that repulsed me yeah. she clearly didn't she enjoy that, room, that but he was having fun he's with really it he's
1: really thinking he's doing
0: something and at no point did she say to him dude like why? i'm not so feeling up. Like, i'm not feeling this you know do you understand and i hate and i hate that the conversation is supposed to take place and we're supposed to say oh uh yeah he's he's an abuser he's a he's an assaulter he was Look, he was clearly boorish. He was clearly out of order. He clearly acted out of this expectation and entitlement that men have when it comes to sex, right? But that entitlement and behavior depends on women's acquiescence. Mm. So the more women allow men to behave that way, the more men behave that way. I mean, we are not here talking about a sexual abuser. We're not here talking about a rapist. And the reason this story got so many guys feeling some type of way and even women is that this behavior is it's normal. Unnormal. It's
1: so it's normal. It's normal.
0: And why is it normal? It's, it's so normal, normal because so many of us, us as women, so many of us don't speak out against it as in the moment. This isn't working for yeah. me. I don't like it as like I this. Like it. Don't mm. touch me like that. Mm. Don't do that mm. to me like that. So that is the conversation I have was,
1: or even on the flip side, to mm. to assert your desires to say, exactly. "I want you to do this, 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 this and exactly. this." You know, so exactly. like, and I think that that is for me what I think women need to be able to have right now. Mm-hmm. And I think, as you were talking just there, what really made me think is the fact that so much of women's lives, in terms of our interactions with men. Mm come or are realized as like conduits for their pleasure yeah. or self actualization yeah. or comfort. Yeah. You know, all these sorts of things. And then it's like your desires are kind of secondary to that, you know? So it's like this woman, instead of her even prioritizing her well being to the point where she's like, sod off, do you know what I mean? It's exactly. still all oh, I want to cut the bathroom into Exactly. Hold me. Wow. You have like, to
0: learn to put yourself first. And I, and I wrote a little piece about this. I mean, I've sort of freestyled it, so I didn't have much time to really consider it the way I wanted to. But to me, sexual consent is this. Is about ensuring that you yourself and the act you want to engage in you want to mm. and being clear to the other person that you want that you to,
1: want to yeah. or
0: that you don't that you want don't to. want
1: to yeah or
0: that you don't want to like, like this. this
1: exactly so
0: that to me is what consent is so non-verbal communication is a thing is a real thing if like i know you now i can tell when you're unhappy because i know you you don't have to say oh i'm unhappy i can tell right <laughs> And and vice versa, right? I don't think it's realistic, be you man or woman, I don't think it's realistic to expect somebody who doesn't know you that well to be able to read you and tell that you're not enjoying or that you don't want to do what's going on i mean some people can some people can but i don't think you should base your sexual experience on your partner's ability to read you quote unquote especially in a situation where you don't know each other and that and you
1: know like if we keep it real and put it in context it goes back to the thing we just said right in a world in which everything is shaped or kind of centred around men's kind of comfort, mm-hmm. you know, it was interesting for me reading men's responses to this, and like men who were kind of even like, yeah, it was bad, but there was like, let me take, let's keep it real. Mm-hmm. Very rarely in sex, mm-hmm. as a man, it might be uncomfortable as a woman to hear, are men thinking about that woman? Do you know what I mean? They're thinking about their own pleasure. Their pleasure, or their performance, yeah, or that am I doing about this right? You, don't, about,
0: you know, so... They don't want to ask because, look we have expectations of each other because we have been socialized in a particular manner. So we want that all-conquering Lothario in bed right. that's going to do it to us yeah. right, right? So there, there there, are certain connotations that come with a woman who's very sexually confident. Mm-hmm. And that is because so few women are sexually confident, mm-hmm. right? So when a woman is particularly se- sexually confident, certain tags come with that. And a lot of women, in quotes, normal women don't necessarily want those tags placed As, on them, yeah, right? Socially. So, like, you're... You like sex, you enjoy sex, you're, you're assertive in bed, you know what you want. When you're done, you might think, mm, that girl is a bit of a hoe, you know. Mm. It's silly, but this is real. And a lot of women don't want that. I mean, to speak from a Nigerian perspective, you have women actively pretending to have never had sex. Can you imagine? So that the man will like them more. This is a real thing. This is
1: a real thing. So,
0: like, the idea of a virgin, the idea of I'm the one who taught her how to do this is very attractive to a lot of men. They like the idea of a pliant woman in bed. So they'll like, all oh, do your leg like this, put your hand like that. They like it. And meanwhile, they're dealing with the one who's experienced. But she has to pretend to have no experience so that they feel better and they feel that like they're teaching exactly like
1: conduit for his pleasure precisely well, yeah, precisely, yeah.
0: and women are not really again in a Nigerian context women are not really allowed to express sexual desire and I think it's not even in a Nigerian context it's I think I think, that, I think this is global right yeah. rare is the woman I mean it's getting a little bit more common these days but rare is the woman that will say like this Mm -mm, like that right and the man be entirely comfortable with that because he look even if you have a even if you had a thousand lovers pleasure points are different for different people yeah it behooves you to ask to ensure that your lover enjoys what you're doing whether you're a man or woman but again the way we've been socialized is these questions are strictly male questions right? yeah so but how many men are really interested the stats say women rarely achieve vaginal orgasm right and lord knows men don't really know how to give head close your ears Ruka. Men, men don't really know how to give head so sexual pleasure for women <laughs> well let's say sexual orgasms climaxes for women is not that a common managed yeah, to sex rare. i mean and, and again to go back to what you said about they had, they had oral sex. To me, that's yeah, sex. Yeah, exactly.
1: that's sex. You had sex. This is not penetration. Yeah,
0: Y'all had so sex, my whole, nigga. The
1: idea of like, like <laughs> sex, sex centering around like a man's penis.
0: Centering around Entering, penetration. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's a bit. It's a
1: bit strange. So I, I, for me as well, like I just feel like it really points and I like, really did make me feel like this conversation around liberation cannot exist outside of the question of emotions and mental part, like participation. Like you bring your whole self to a sexual encounter. Exactly. And like, as a woman there's enough times you might feel it wasn't rape, or, mm-hmm. but you might feel like I didn't it wasn't the I I didn't of like having did that yeah. to me or mm-hmm. He made me feel a bit dirty. Like, when I finished that, I felt mm-hmm. like, oh, a bit like, oh, gosh. You know, and you don't necessarily feel you've been raped, but mm-hmm. you do feel like someone's kind of maybe taken advantage of yeah. you. And I yeah. feel like that is something that we're not really discussing, and there's no room to have that, dis- that discussion. So we live in this kind of, as you said, binaries, where it's like either... You're dealing with, no, all things go. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, you're a prude. And I'm like, you know, what about the complications that exist? I
0: mean, to begin with, I was annoyed at the story because Mm -hmm. I thought it it really diminished a moment whereby men were being held publicly accountable, accountable. for taking advantage of women, right? Like, yeah. So I, I was happy that movement was going on yeah. and then this story came out, I was like, oh for fuck's sake man, this is this is not within the realms of what we're discussing. And then I thought about it, I thought, you know what no actually, this is perfect because no more people can read this and see themselves in yeah. this story, and, and the, you know and you can you can tell by the reaction to the story. that mm. A lot of people read them like, hm, this is standard procedure, like I've been through this, my girlfriends have been yeah. through this and men, men some men were like, yo, is this what counts as assault these days? Because is how I get down you know they couldn't they probably couldn't say that openly because Aziz Ansari was made to look like a loser in that encounter right but the point is he was he was a boorish every man as far as sex is concerned and that I think is why it's difficult for a lot of people to look at that story and to see because the language of the language of consent these days does not give agency to the woman it's so dependent on the man being benevolent, and I have a problem right, with, with that. that. Do you yes. understand? I have a massive problem with that because now you're reading so you're saying, oh, he's, he's, he's a this, he's a that. Yeah, he's all that and more. Probably so is your brother, so is your dad. It's sick. So it. Do you your understand? Uncle right, your and the reason this persists, the reason is is the is the way we've been socialized, and like I said, it's perpetuated because so many women. Acquiesce and don't speak up and speak out and say no. Or you don't even have to say no like that. You can say mm, let's try like this. Yeah, I like it like this. You, like this. This you know. Nice. So, or it's enough. I'm going home. Yeah. Because when I read that story many times, I thought, why didn't she just leave?
1: Especially that be funny to have
0: Uber. Just Uber. It's jo- Do you Like, you, Uber is on your phone. Like, <laughs> why, why? did you take your phone? I like. like Babe, listen. This was not the best sexual experience. From reason, I, I can, exactly. I, can I, I can understand why she wasn't really feeling it because I couldn't get past that sticking the fingers down the throat thing. But what? You
1: genuinely might feel emotionally abused.
0: Like, like why would someone put their fingers down? Yeah. Do you understand? So I was like, this is really I couldn't he get over that. <laughs> thought, this is this is yeah. too this is too much, right? Mm-hmm. So I felt bad, and I felt bad for him. I must say because he's had his private life splashed out in public like that and poured over and to be very honest he has to walk a very tight rope because if he says the wrong thing it's a wrap so i don't like the way the discussion the discussion panned out in public on one hand because it was like especially in the spheres that i that i operate which is nigerian twitter you have a lot of people who are newly newly conscious of feminism, of sexual rights and stuff. And they don't really understand the nuances of it, right? So it's, it's and look, the stats say many, most Nigerian women have been sexually abused. Mm. I, I challenge anybody to challenge me on this. Mm. Most Nigerian women have been sexually abused. So I think when, when you get women who are vocal about sexual rights, you get women who are vocal about a certain, their right to be treated fairly, at least they're certain these rights in public they a lot of people read the story and were like yep that's it he's an assaulter he's this is that i'm like look it's you know ultimately this is not really about him you know that's how that's how i feel it's not really about him because he's far too many men and by me saying that doesn't mean that his behavior is right no the chain we have to break is women just going along with it because a yeah, man's pleasure is the most important Yeah, thing. and I
1: thought with him as well, it's interesting because like as you're talking about, in particular Aziz Ansari, mm. you know, like there's a very much a racialized element to this entire story. You think so? Yeah, like there's, there's a thin line in terms of his response as like the first Muslim
0: he had to be very careful. Man, I can you know imagine I mean? how in many drafts position, of that response they yeah, had. He had an, to be very careful. As an careful. Asian Muslim, mm. it's
1: it's so it's it, it could have and so, some of that language did creep up and in, you mm. know. And it's interesting because obviously they were just lauding and celebrating him as the first X Y Z, mm. and then that's so easily you know I mean, I th- associated. I th- with you're
0: right, but I think he was, or maybe you're not. I'm not certain. I think he was getting to the point where, in quotes. He was deracialized. Do you understand? Because he was starting yeah, to celebrate. And I celebrated. think he was
1: quite so, he, like, he, he was happy about that. he was happy about that. You know, so this
0: this probably pushed him back into his box a little yeah, bit. He was, like he was happy about
1: he that. He that was because, on an OJ. I mean, time. to be yeah. very
0: honest, if you watch, if you watch uh, Master of None, none yeah. there's not much of his Asianness. And I mean, his parents are there, but they're like parodies, to be quite frank. And in as much in as much as I enjoy the show. His Asianness, his Muslimness, is not so really a part of yeah, the show. Yeah, so he didn't really want to remind his audience that he's a Muslim I'm and a he's an other, of, right? Yeah. Precisely. So he's this little man. He's a Muslim man, and you know, Amer- being American and Muslim, to some people. they're they're juxtapositions like you cannot be american and you cannot be muslim at the same time like
1: you're terrorist adjacent you know like yeah
0: terrorist adjacent That's good. yeah so the i mean that was a point that somebody else brought up in the story where her 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 anonymity what's the word thank you her anonymity
1: Anonymity. good lord
0: you know the word she was anonymous and that was protected his name his photo was splashed out there anonymity anonymity thank (laughs) you that is the word her anonymity was uh messed it up again (laughs) she was protected and he was splashed out there you know and to be very honest given the story given the context of the events because i think it's very important to view the events within the context right i don't think it's fair i think she should have written that story with her chest
1: no, I don't agree. With I you no know,
0: what. Go on, tell me why you disagree. I think
1: always women need to be protected in <sighs> situations. No, I think definitely women need to be protected in situations where you might feel you've been abused, right? But my issue, really, who was irresponsible here was Babe Magazine, right? Their editorial. Wait, let's 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 standards. let's let's address
0: let's address our differences on this. The reason I think she should have written the story with her chest is that if she if because we read it from babe we did not read it from her not only okay so you have two choices as far as i can see either you write it and you stay anonymous you write it yourself and you stay anonymous or you don't stay anonymous and you have somebody else write it to me it's it's a massive cop-out on both on both sides because somebody else is writing your story first and foremost so you're quite removed from this from this entire 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 piece though it's your recounting of your experience it's not It's not in your words, and it's not... It, your name isn't attached to it in any way, shape, or form. Now, I don't... You're right. Women should be protected in this is where they feel they've been abused. But reading the story, abuse isn't conclusive.
1: No, I agree with you. But that's why I feel like, really, where you I place the blame at the feet of Babe. And I feel like they really... It was slightly exploitative of Grace, the whole thing. Yeah. You know, like, where were you all kind of, uh, like editorial rigor you know it was so that was just such a lazy and i mean i, I think i
0: think it. the emphasis was probably on on the clicks
1: clicks right mm-hmm.
0: number i think uh, the emphasis was absolutely on the clicks. I, I look to be very honest and to be fair you know i hope i hope she's she's really thought about the moment and she's gotten some peace and me I hope, too and i hope that if ever ever she's in the situation again she gets the fuck up out of there because so long as you're not under threat of life threat of violence threat of repercussion in any way shape or form as far as i can tell from the story she did not feel she was under any of those you have full agency to remove yourself from a situation that you're not vibing with that doesn't suit your mood that does not suit your desires don't put yourself through it that has to be your consent to engage in something like that has to be all encompassing you know it's not a matter of okay. Well, he's not raping me, mm, so mm, maybe this is okay. Mm. And then when you leave, you're you're hating yourself. You're left with that, you know, yeah, because he's him, he's happy, he's cool, he did what he wanted yeah, to he's do. Texting to Do, fun, do yeah. you understand? And you leave, you leave in tears. Mm-hmm. So, to me, you have to first and foremost protect yourself at all costs, emotionally do you understand emotionally so that's where i feel the language of consent is a bit missing because you can see so a young woman like grace she knows the right things to say you know like it's like when we talk about intersectionality and <laughs> blah, blah, blah. they know the words but what do the words really application mean? right it, and i think you know, just as women
1: like just to encourage on this note like in all areas of your life i think daily you have to really show up and make a like really conscious decision to be about what you want to mm-hmm. verbalise and express mm-hmm. your desires mm-hmm. in all areas of your life don't be infantilized. In, yeah please. exactly and especially in romantic relationships yeah. you know because it covers every area especially in sexual, sexual relationships, relationships. I think, because I think
0: a lot of the times we think feminism is just about us being able to fuck as often as we want listen right, that's I'm, what, with yeah, I'm, I'm with point that too I'm with that I'm with that that's fine if that's what you want I'm with that but when you don't want it maybe it's very important to be sure Of what you want I know it sounds a bit like a contradiction But listen If you cannot engage in sex And you might not even know it at the time But the difference here is that Grace knew that she did not want to be doing what she was doing But she was doing it anyway right? And a lot of women can empathise with that These are the times that you really need to have that conversation With yourself in your head like yo, When I leave this place I'm going to feel some type of way So it's a wrap And most men I would like to think most men can understand that They might sulk, let them sulk but you will be all right within yourself. Yeah, so you so. have to own that agency. Sexual sex is fun or can be fun, right? So you have to view it holistically. Like this is good with me. This is not good with me. Let's let's chill and watch Seinfeld. And when we watch Seinfeld, and to kind of be.
1: I'm deliberating. with am say it's not, but I'm gonna say it, But. You have to kind of be real about the relationship at hand, you know. Like in terms, you have of to have cues, realistic expectations. expectations. You know, like you, mm. this man was not about to make his wife or hug you and stroke your hair.
0: He wasn't about. And that I life. feel like
1: in there was some of that desire, and there's nothing wrong with you having that desire. You know, to so get next to a famous person. Up, yeah, like. If if this is not on the table with this man, am I still comfortable to kind of continue yeah. my engagement with yeah. him? Yeah. And if you feel that it's no, then it's all right just I, to mean, I think I mean this like, is
0: applicable in all walks of life, really. To be quite frank, whether whether it be it in the bedroom or outside the bedroom, women bend and contort themselves to fit mm. into all kinds of situations, mm. and we're left we're left really holding the bag. Yeah, because men don't have to make considerations they don't have to they don't have to stop on pause in
1: the same way. Right.
0: Because they have not been socialized in the same exactly. way. We, uh, you know, so this is a conversation we need to have as women and we need to have with men and men need to have with each other.
1: And I really mean like uh, just on a kind of penultimate note or whatever. I was talking earlier on with um another friend who has a little brother. We have a little brother and mm-hmm. he was
0: not looking like a man And like we sent aside. him off
1: to university and we sat down as like his sisters to really have a really good discussion about consent. And he wanted to die. He did. But what I thought really was impressive in that discussion is, like, you kind of asserting... Like, where I was, like, you know, if a girl doesn't want to do it, And then you said to him, like, and if you don't want to do something, then you don't have to do it. And I thought that was so powerful because I feel like people very rarely have that discussion with men, you know, and allow them to think about their sexuality in the way, like, you don't have to be a sexual machine, like, the things Mm -hmm. you might not be feeling, and not just because you're a man, you you have to go... One with it because I thought that was this is part of the issue you know sometimes men are performing these kind of sexual characters yeah so yeah yeah because
0: perhaps is what they is what they think we're thinking or what they think women want yeah so they want they think women want them to be this all-conquering all-knowing push any button make you scream kind Mm. of uh, individual where really we're all vulnerable here absolutely you know we're all vulnerable here plus I was saying to my friend that I have this discussion with prior I was saying to him as, as far as I'm concerned, I don't want anybody asking me if I'm okay in the middle of sex, because <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think it's sexy at all, you know. Because if I'm not okay, I will let you I'll know. Let you it's not. It's not for you. I mean, if you ask. That's fine, but I would really prefer that you don't, because if I'm not okay, you won't have to guess, trust me. Yeah, but
1: that's for you, that's quite I was. Quite I was that's why I said
0: I was speaking for myself, because I'm very assertive, so yeah, it's not, it's, yeah, it's not <laughs> like you're not going to you. be, you're not going to be wondering, Yeah. You you're know, just it I am straight. going to tell
1: you, yeah. you know,
0: and I, perhaps this is not the best way, and I'm not saying every woman should be like me, but a degree of... Being assertive won't oh, go messy, won't I mean. go miss because I mean it must be sexy to be overtly wanted by somebody who can tell you what they're like yeah. and who can give you the feedback. Mm. That this thing you're it's doing is really freeing you know, as well. This, you know, it is, you it, bit bit is it is, really it is, it is. I think we're really missing in the areas of being full sexual beings as opposed to being the recipients or being the receptacles of penises. <laughs> no, exactly. But, but 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 really though, I think we're really we're really we're remiss in that area because still still we are still suffering from the virgin prostitute dichotomy yeah. right so a l- even as free as we think we are, all oh, we women under forties is what? What is it? The third age feminist or whatever?
1: We're fourth wave. Oh, the
0: fourth like wave that, feminist. Yeah. Oh, I'm a womanist anyway, but the third, <laughs> the third wave feminist. Or th- yeah, we we are we are remiss in that area <laughs> because it's like okay, we want to fuck as much as we want and we want to not be judged for it, which I think is ridiculous because people uh, will judge you. Uh, you know that that's just the way the world is. Uh, people will. You uh, cannot legislate against judgment. I'm sorry. Uh, as, as sexy as it would be we can't but we want to fuck as much as we want we want to do everything as much as we want but we're not ready to operate within the gray areas and the problem is that often women are the ones who lose out so educate yourself about consent get to know yourself the things you want and free yourself enough to be able to say "Mm -mm, like this or like that there's nothing wrong with that you know Enjoy sex. I'm not talking to you, Rickard, because you're my sister, and as far as I'm concerned, you're not a sexual being. So this does not apply to you. I'm talking to other people out there. Enjoy sex and enjoy knowing yourself. Enjoy knowing what you want and how you want it for men and for women, but in particular for women. You know, it's one thing to know the language, it's another thing to apply the language. You know, so don't don't play yourself. Don't play yourself.
1: Yeah, in the why finding point in the words of Janet Jackson. I think women need to be more about that pleasure principle. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you watch the Grammys? I watched the Grammys on Twitter.
0: That's the best, isn't it? Right. <laughs> no, I, I didn't watch the Grammys because... I, what was I watching? I was watching something else. The Big Brother, Nigerian Big Brother. or Big Brother Niger, which I love. <laughs> I was watching that instead. Um, Bruno Mars. Mm?
1: Yeah, I I really dig Bruno, and I just wish people, these super woke people, just leave Bruno alone. My gosh, like, people can like who they like, you know? I like Bruno, frankly. And he did something that I really respect these days. I wish more people would be like Bruno Mars, in one, knowing the history of the music you're in. And I don't care if you're white, black, black, Asian... I mean, funny. just
0: oppose him with little yeah. Notti. Who went on the radio and was so proud about the fact that, that he, he didn't, doesn't
1: know who notorious is. He, he was so proud like,
0: because the people who the knew the 90s, were old, yeah. and he's young, and he doesn't, you know that.
1: And he has so many references points. Of work with people like T Pain. T right. Pain, other people acted like he was right. washed up. Right. So and Bruno makes fun music, and this is another thing. I like, saw so people fun talking music. about old in this time, but no, actually there is. A great thing in having joy and dancing and having a good time, uh, yeah. And Bruno's about um, that. Good life not everybody
0: is going to make the kind of music that, that makes you, you want to yeah, sit down think. and think. And there, think has be, really there has to, to be to. a myriad yeah, of things, of, to, options. of options to choose that's from. It. You get options. me? Like, no offense because I know you love Kendrick, but I do not want to hear someone like Kendrick all. I
1: don't think anyone was
0: yeah. here like Kendrick. Also. I don't think Kendrick was, was here. So Kendrick, like Kendrick all
1: the time.
0: So you know, shout yeah. out to Bruno. Shout out to Bruno, man. I mean, the, where I'm coming from is I grew up. I grew up in the '90s, right, and it's beautiful to hear because look, for me, the '90s were a golden era. I mean, yeah. I wasn't really old enough to have money. I was a child, so yeah. like, I had money and I could flex the way I should have been able to. But when I think about the time I was happiest consuming music yeah it was with the box it was it was exactly it was a box it was the 90s it was shy it was guy it was it was you're a bit yeah. too young for sure yeah but i liked it, it was <laughs> my, i liked it i like Jody. i was young when, i mean i was i was what yeah yeah eight when Jodice was probably i was young in those days right but the point is the music made me happy it made me ve- so when when you listen to music and your reference points are like happy ones yeah, man. You love You, you love that era. I love, I love music from the 90s, right? And I really appreciate it. And to be very honest with you, I was too young to enjoy the, the swing, the new Jack swing era. Exactly. I was too young.
1: And okay, so there's another thing that I really like about Bruno and it's more serious note that I think he has, which really a lot of these new age artists don't have it was just care. And I feel like Bruno cares about what he's putting out and, and he that's ca- he cares about his perception. He, yeah, his but you know, and I really do feel like so many of these artists are feigning like Like just Just a lack of care I don't even think
0: I don't think they care enough to feign anything It's just Take it as it is You know Yeah we're young Because there's this arrogance Of youth in hip hop Hip hop is very much A young man's game right So the younger ones Are very arrogant About being young And they're very quick To remind the older ones That you're old go Go and sit down And the older ones Are very dismissive Of the younger ones And you don't know the history But the thing is Everybody was young once right So it's important It's very very important And the crazy thing is You don't even have to go As far back as Tupac and Biggie He's Someone like Little Yachty His predecessors Are somebody like, like What's the kid With the dreads From Chicago Who started this drill movement
1: Oh Chief Keith.
0: His predecessors if, Even if he goes in there And says look I, I wasn't born When Biggie died Or I was born When Biggie died Or whatever But My OG is Chief K- Keith And I know about him And I'm giving him props You can respect that John but he, they take so much pleasure in being as arrogant as possible and, and dismissive as possible. and ignorant and, as and I don't I, and I, I, I'm a
1: little bit different because I don't even think that's good enough right like if you're trying to be the best you need to know and I feel like I've I, this weekend I've read Quincy Jones profile at GQ and everybody's got to read that he's, I will
0: he's I think you mentioned it to me so I, will. Hilarious I will
1: and just so brilliant I'm Such a genius. but he talks in it about Michael and Prince and you know what he says Michael Jackson when the interview kind of asked him what made him great and he said Michael Jackson really knew he really studied he really knew artists he would look at Fred Astaire he would look at James Brown and really think how can I better that you know he felt a very palpable kind of competition with Prince, but in laced in there was such a respect for the man's artistry, and I really I mean, do, if
0: you're feeling a competition yeah. with somebody and you're Michael Jackson, yeah, you better, you respect, better the respect the fuck out of him. And to me, Prince is the greatest musician of ever. Of all time. That's and my that, personal opinion. Just reading opinion. that really reminded
1: okay. me about who Michael Jackson was, and I really do feel that that is really gone. Like, No, you know, no, it's, it's not.
0: You know, earlier today, whilst I was at work, I had like like I had like an hour to myself, and I was on Spotify, and I just... I heard games you know the games dream? Dream by the game from his first album? Oh yeah, yeah. So then I remember that I knew the song sample, Jerry Butler, No Money Down. uh-huh, And I went to listen to No Money Down, right? And then I Googled Jerry Butler. Just yeah. so do you know Jerry Butler and 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 uh what's his name? Curtis Mayfield grew up together. Yeah, we went, they sang in the same church. Curtis Mayfield could pay like God knows how many instruments yeah. they wrote together. Exactly. They were in the impressions together. So it's like when you learn about these people and the time, and if you think about the era they were growing exactly. up in, in the 50s and the 60s, yeah. that had to come into the music. Yeah. You know, like you're, you're listening to No Money Down. And for all of you who haven't heard it, you really should. No Manadance is essentially about him being broke, yeah. but having a dream, yeah. going to buy a ring and asking his woman to believe in the in the dream that he had. Yeah. But it didn't work out because, you know, it's yeah. just a pie in the sky kind of dream. But in that, if you want to unpack that and put it and situate it in the time that he was growing up, you can imagine so many other things going going on around and the people the people he was he was lucky enough to grow up with, probably having the same experiences. Now these kids, I can't be too mad at them. My only point of vexation is they don't appreciate these times they're in. They're really no gatekeepers. And I don't think that since really a good thing. Really, the world is theirs. The information is right at their fingertips. You can imagine for Donny Hathaway, for example, who then later on rolled with Curtis Mayfield, for him to find Curtis Mayfield, he had to go to a phone booth, Mm. put his money in and dial it, but here, you just add them on Twitter. Yeah. (laughs) But I I
1: do maintain that, because I remember I really was impressed by this Daniel, but I was really impressed by Daniel Caesar's album. I feel like it was a pretty earnest try. You know, it's not perfect, but it's okay. And I think, where it's not perfect, I feel like Tangential discussion about the role of ARs. But anyway.
0: Well no, where is not perfect is not for the lack of trying. Yeah, exactly. It felt like an earnest mm-hmm. effort.
1: Then I saw him perform at the Revolt Music Conference and he had on what looked like house clothes and I really felt quite offended.
0: That's the vibe yeah, these days. Yeah, because I
1: just thought <laughs> to myself, this is that's a hobo. That's the hobo. Yeah, forget swag. A conference. This is a gala. Like this is what I mean by this care. Was a compor- like put on a suit, you know, and I saw now that the Rock Nation didn't Brunch, he had a suit, and I felt like, Yeah, because you need to respect the spaces you're in. You need to make there was no way he would have rode up to the
0: gala or gala, whatever, in house clothes. Are you serious? Oh my gosh, he would have felt very silly.
1: Yeah, well, he did. You need to (laughs) Google what he wore. And I thought to myself, You're in an order, you're honoring Queen Latifah. This is diddy's event like you know and i feel like that's what it is it's like we live maybe you and i can have a discussion about this another time but we live in an age which is marked by such very clear anxiety and like i kind of neurosis and so a lot of people i do from my position believe that they can or manage that by just just not caring yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, and As to be very to honest, really do we do we uh, do stuff.
0: we actually expect them to care? I mean, how much care do we ourselves show these? Ages? I expect
1: them, expect them to care. I expect them to care. You and
0: I expect them to care. I expect them to care. But the larger population of people consuming music don't give don't a damn. Care. They don't care because everything is so transient. Everything is so it's like fast food. You you listen to this, you get over it. You listen to something else, and the artists are producing music like that. Because yeah, like even, even if you don't, don't feel Kendrick
1: Lamar, anyone can say. Well, who you can say. Mm-hmm. For the him, I think as an artist is that he really cares, and oh, at yeah. least when it comes to oh, visual yeah. presentation, oh, yeah. no, f- presentation, no, for his presentation as a whole, peers, the
0: music, you know? the music. You can even though I don't like it necessarily. I really liked uh, his second album, which is Good Kid, Man City. I really love that album, but everything after that I don't like so much. But I don't like it because I just don't like yeah, it. Sometimes taste, like that, yeah. I just don't like it. But it's not because I feel like the music is rubbish.
1: Yeah, or because he didn't care it's just not too much just like
0: I didn't like 444 and I was really annoyed and I continue to be annoyed and I think it's really fake and I continue to because you can't find a bigger jigger fan than me you cannot right but 444 is not it it was too self-serious it was too self-indulgent and it is boring alright like it feels like to me people are acting like it's a revelation that a nigga's talking about buying your house most have been talking about this yeah, come on been talking about, I and mean always, even this no, marriage no,
1: stuff Nas j- did on um, Black, life, is good, life is Good
0: right All this catharsis has been done over and over again I know Jay-Z is like a, you know he's the biggest G of the lot do you understand but it's it's come on man this is not new and I'm please Jigga please I know you never listen to this but I'm gonna act like you are stop this marriage tour it's so cringeworthy I'm so bored of it and I'm so happy he did not win a Grammy for that album <laughs> it would have been. So I did. I don't enjoy Beyoncé's music, but as an album, hers is better than his. Yeah, it was definitely it was better. M- far more enjoyable than his. Yeah, right. it's
1: quite audacious. You know? that, yeah, the visual
0: yeah, exactly. Was, I mean, she, re- she really again a very earnest. It was effort. and it was beautiful to Stunning, see. Yeah. So well thought out. It was really beautiful. She's to gorgeous see. as well. I'm warming up to her these days. Though I still don't, I still think her music is for gay boys, but I'm really warming (laughs) up to her these days. Yeah, so I mean, the Grammys is what the Grammys is. It's going to be like that every year, you know, so I don't really watch it. I mean, I think, like I've said to you, man, times I think it's a popularity contest. And Joe Budden, God bless him, said Atlantic is going to clean up, and that's what happened. Atlantic cleaned up, you know, so anyway, that's what that is. Do you have anything else on your mind?
1: No, just to say thanks. This was really, really dope.
0: Yeah, it was it's always good to have you. You know, I'm I'm glad we were able to do this before you travel to God knows where. Where are you off to next? it's a secret it's a secret it's a secret but i'm sure by this time next week she FBI won't be in the country <laughs> she won't be in the country <laughs> it's crazy yeah so rika thank you very much for honoring this invite
1: thank you so much for having me Ciao, you- ciao.
0: it was my pleasure all right listeners take care and uh, hit me up on twitter i at Afro 7 with any questions and comments on this episode i really had fun recording it and you know i think we need to have these kind of conversations more often especially to you younger feminists coming up these days you know i think it's important to interrogate all your ideas to understand what you think you believe and sift out the noise and get to the essence of the thing you know you ask questions ask questions be polite about it but ask as many questions as you need it's better than assuming and it's better than thinking you know listen wise is the man who knows that he knows nothing all right <laughs> myself included all right god bless take care Bye bye